Alright, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Investigating Mars, where we talk about Veronica Mars, episode by episode. And this week's episode is You Think You Know Somebody. So, I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Naomi. I'm Yvette. And And I'm Kim! Yes, with us today, we have Kim! Hi! Welcome! Welcome! Hey, Kim. Yay. Yeah. Yay. So, we like to ask our guests, um, how did you start watching Veronica Mars? Um, you know, I caught it on TV. I um, I was watching sort of mid-season two, I believe, and I caught up with everything like over the summer. And, um, and I was, I think I had discovered Buffy at that point. Um, because there's so many tie-ins. Um, and so I definitely remember, like, the campaigning at the end of season two and the excitement about season three and then the, like, utter disappointment <laughs> after that. So, yeah, I think I was an early-ish person um, to watch it. So, yeah, and I've loved it, and um, I did my own Veronica podcast, where we did episode-by-episode review to completion. So, um, when you guys, you can't listen to it right now, because (laughs) it's full of spoilers, (laughs) but my pal Andrew and I, it's called Mars Effect, and so we did that, and so... um, because we both, I mean, everybody I know loves this show. It's a really great show for so many reasons. So, yeah, I think that's the answer to that question. All right. And um, where else would you like to tell people that they can find you? Um, anything between the lines studios, because I am a co-founder of the Between the Lines stuff. So Buffy Between the Lines and Angel Between the Lines and... Um, and then, oh my gosh, I'm on a variety of things. I have my own uh, Buffy-centric uh, one called Upside Down and Halfway to Happy Land. And then we had, um, and then, well, gosh, I don't know how we on Heidi Wells is there. There's a million things we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're all sort of on a break because it's been a lot of, it's a lot of work to get all this out. Yeah. We, um, we but, do psych analysis, kind of. Yeah, psych analysis. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, anything, all the quadruple Z stuff that actually all came from me and my cohort tabs. So um, the, <laughs> the fact that you guys are on quadruple Z says you have some sort of link to us. That's right. Um, <laughs> and I helped Heidi out with the castle cast. And... That's about it, I guess. <laughs> the never-ending list. <laughs> exactly. yeah, that's a pretty long list. It is. It really is. Okay, <laughs> would somebody like to read our episode description? I will read the description. All right. After a night in Tijuana, Luke, Logan, and Troy find themselves in a tough situation when their car is stolen and need to turn to Veronica for help. But what she finds changes her relationship with one of her closest friends. Meanwhile, Keith and Rebecca begin dating against Veronica's wishes, and Veronica makes another shocking discovery about her mother. Okay, so... Closest friends. 
Yeah. Are, um... <laughs> yeah, that's sort of an awkward way to put it. <laughs> Interesting description there. Um, okay, so our A plot is going to be uh, the steroids and Troy. Our B plot is the guidance counselor and Keith. And then our uh, C plot, I guess, is going to be the Leanne stuff. So, um, I think you guys maybe want to get right to this and talk about Troy. Oh, Angry. oh, I am so, so disappointed in Troy. So disappointed. Ah, oh. I, I knew that you would take it the hardest, Naomi. I don't even know what to say. Like, I... I I don't know. I I'm really upset. <laughs> I was like after the episode ended, I seriously just kind of walked away from my I was watching on my computer. I just walked away from my computer. I was like, "What? What Iceman? You do this now?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, this I I have sat through lots of, you know, fandom betrayals and shocks, but this I was like, "No!" No, you had one job. You were supposed to be the awesome, you know, kick-ass new boyfriend who showed us how horrible Duncan was. And you were going to, like, come in and you made Veronica even awesomer than she was before. But this this is no, no, no. Yeah, I just sat there, like, yelling at my computer for about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, he, Veronica was supposed to break his heart. That's the way this was supposed to go. Not the other way around. <laughs> Uh, I I watched in utter horror that last that that whole last part of that uh, I I watched in utter horror because I had uh, you know I remember in the beginning I had my suspicions about him just because I was suspicious for no apparent reason well obviously I did have reason but uh, I, I had suspicion of him and then he won me over with those dimples and the being nice and the and the neat phrasing and and oh, then he broke my heart yes. The quirky dialogue. I mean, who does quirky dialogue and then turn out to be evil? Nobody does. It's not fair. Uh, <laughs> Troy is the Parker of Veronica Barnes. <laughs> oh, you are so right. He's the okay. total par- sorry, sorry, Naomi, but yeah, he's a total reference. Parker. It's, it's a Buffy one if you didn't. It's, it's a Buffy one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, and it, so the thing we with... still haven't managed to watch another episode of that. that I, I haven't gotten over the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in question. another seven years, I'll watch the second episode. But no. no. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he is, and and it's like uh, Jane Espenson said that like you really have to love him before you really feel it. So Troy is has to be charming. You have to like him. Wait Otherwise, a second. it's not as meaningful. Wait a second. Did Jane have something to do with this? No, Parker. That's oh, with Parker. Insane. Okay, I was gonna say like this is this is no. cruel and unusual. Parker, it, I never totally fell in love with, but oh my god, I so fell in love with Troy. Yeah, I was hook, line, and sinker for Troy. Not so much Parker. Oh, go back and watch it again, and you'll be like, oh, he is charming. I'm not oh, kidding. Uh, oh, oh, trust me, I've watched Buffy about maybe 14 or 15 times the whole way through over and over again. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I mean, one thing I will have to say is that, I mean, I kind of, uh, I kind of like the fact that 
a, I mean, if I was to able to look at this like 10 years down the line and look back, I kind of like that they subverted expectations of making him slightly evil, but I felt like they rushed it up. Like they rushed it like really quickly to, to wrap it up and make sure he was evil in like all of five minutes. And I just felt cheated by that too. Yeah, but if they drew it out, then think of even how I, I no, no, I'm oh, glad no. the heartbreak came now. <laughs> you wanted the, the band aid? Yeah, pull the band aid <laughs> off quickly. Uh, I don't know. It was so unexpected and so weird. And who is this girl? And I don't know. Like, now is he off the show? I don't know. I'm so, I don't know. I'm, my heart hurts. Okay. Are we. <laughs> okay. Are we. Um... Now, yes, now that we've all grieved. Right. Yes. Can there can we move on? So many plot holes. <laughs> okay. So let's many talk about, plot holes. Let's talk about your plot holes. Um. Okay. So they they come out to the parking lot and the car has gone. And now apparently now that we we know the ending, so Troy has stashed the car somewhere, mm-hmm. and and the steroids. Mm-hmm. So my question is. They show up at, at the, the chop shop for Weevil's uncle or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, a car came through here. And how, how close is Neptune to the Mexican border that they would be like, oh, yes, it's going to automatically go to a shop, chop shop at Neptune. And what car went through that, that looked exactly like it? And where did the other pinata come from? And I just have okay. All it, it was questions. the same pinata. Same pinata. I can answer all of these. <laughs> it yeah, was the I same think pinata. I can too. Um, the car, the um, uh, Troy moved the car when he went to the bathroom to a yeah. different parking spot, and stashed the steroids when he after he moved the car, he grabbed the steroids out of the pinata, okay. stashed them in the bathroom of the restaurant. That I got. Okay, so then, so that's what happened, and it's the same pinata. Left the pinata in the car. Went home with Veronica, took a cab back to the restaurant, brought the car to the chop shop, and did that. Veronica and Weevil were just sort of looking around for, a, you know, that was just the the place that, that they decided to look. I mean, and that was sort of just a convenience thing. So it may not have been the most realistic, but it's possible. But yeah, so he's so Troy's the one who got it chopped on okay. the right papers and then brought it back to the restaurant so that it would be out of the way. Okay, but even after all of that, even after somehow all that happens, why do you put the low jack on a dog? <laughs> why? <laughs> you know, what I actually noticed this time that I had never noticed before or thought of, I think when they go and try to get the security system turned on the first time, I think mm-hmm. Troy kind of tips that lady off and sends her in there to break yeah, it up. Yeah, I think he is freaked out at yeah, that Yeah, so that Veronica doesn't get the security turned on. And then when he finds out that she's going to try again, then he's like, okay, we got to do something here. And that's the solution he comes up with. Wait, <laughs> I, I have... Chase. Wait, I, I have I have a question here. So if you take, the car, take a car to a chop shop, don't they literally chop it into like pieces and like ship them out to places isn't that what happens when you get a car chopped they can revamp it and they'll just alter and you know like important things so that it can't be tracked 
Um, but it sounds, and it, and he said something like it left cool. It left really cool or something like that. So they probably like, you know, amped up the sound system or something. And they probably, like, always. Change, so they probably just like changed the VIN number and, and that right. kind of and maybe stuff. the color or something. Cause that was the same car that he drove away in, in the end. Right. Right. Yeah. But it was dark. So it was kind of hard to tell the colors. That's what I didn't know if it was or not. So wait, then he brought it to the chop shop and then bought it right back again? Yeah. Okay. And uh, and what's yes. her name could have been in on some of this. Yes, that's true. Oh, Chandra. Yeah. Chandra. I'm like, I have no idea what her name is. But... <laughs> Shauna. Shauna. That's it. Mm. So yeah, it is very convoluted and, um, and yeah. difficult to really grasp even after, I, like I said, I didn't pick up that one thing until this time. Right. Yeah, you have to watch it a lot. <laughs> I, that the first time I watched it, I was so confused. Yeah. I did. Um, yeah. What did you guys think about Josh? Because I don't know. I mean, I don't know. His name is Luke in this show. So I watched the um, Being Human um, Sam, U.S. Sam Huntington. Yeah, Sam, Sam Huntington. Huntington. And yes. he looks no. so. Yeah, he looks so young in this show. It's so funny. But um, so, what did you guys think of him? And Oh, I I love him in everything he does. He's just one of those great actors. What else has he been in besides being human U.S.? Uh, uh, Superman Returns. He was in Fanboys with Chris oh. uh-huh. with he was in, Bell. He was in Not Another Teen Movie. Um, okay, being the huge Superman geek that I am, I was like, two Jimmy Olsons in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's so. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I I liked his character. He was um, appropriately annoying. <laughs> yeah, he was just so young and scrawny. I know it was so strange to it's see so, him that way. It's so funny after seeing him in Being Human now, um, and and having such a, a mad crush on him throughout uh, <laughs> throughout Being Human to see him there. I almost didn't recognize him for a minute because I was like, "Why do I know him?" And then I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" <laughs> I did the same thing. I'm like, "That's not. Oh my god! It is. It was pretty cool." I was going to IMDb it, but I'm afraid of IMDb right now. I know. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I told you to stay away from there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. And so the Barry Bonds baseball. Is that, so did he get the full $8,000 for Dog the Bounty Hunter for one baseball? No, mm-hmm. no. That oh my one, God. No, that, that just went for 28 and so there, there had to have been other stuff that he finally got. Okay, because I was like, there's no way that a Barry Bonds baseball is going to bring eight. I mean, I don't know anything about baseball, but I was like, there's no way. $8,000 for one baseball? <laughs> yeah, he, he must have found a bunch of other stuff to sell. He's an 0-9-er, though, right? Pretty sure he's an 0-9-er, so yeah. he probably has an S, some nice stuff. Yeah, he must have you know, stuff in his house, even if he, like, just had to steal stuff from his parents to sell, but... Right. I I, I was on IMDb. Um, but, yeah, no... Shame! <laughs> Sam Huntington! Sam Huntington, the thing I always forget, he was Mimi Siku in Jungle to Jungle. Oh my gosh, that's right. 
So uh, I thought it was really funny that Veronica's um, uh, like caveat to helping him was that he was going to have to go if she got the drugs back from him. He was going to have to go back to Mexico. So he's going to have to cross the border again with the drugs and go back to a drug dealer to get his money back. Like <laughs> I was like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I was like, he's probably going to get killed if he tries to get his money back. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even know if it's like, if he's that smart of a guy. I mean, I don't think that's his strong suit. He probably gets away with his, you know, boyish good looks and charm. <laughs> and jumping over fences. Yeah. Yeah. That was quite the chase. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I do have to say one thing that um, when he was about his, you know, lascivious past, that he was like confessing to Veronica. Um, or Veronica found out. I mean, did anyone think that she wouldn't open that that envelope that Keith gave her, gave her? Well, honestly, there was uh, the one point where she, after newspaper class, I guess, where she went to look up, she pulled up the, the private investigator website again. I thought that she was going to look up Troy. So the fact that she ended up looking Rebecca was sort of a surprise to me. And I was like, oh, so she's over here going to be Troy. Yeah, and I, I didn't doubt that she was going to open that. Yeah, I definitely thought she was looking up Troy. I, it never occurred to me that she was going to look up the guidance counselor. Yeah. Uh, same here. I totally thought she was going to look up Troy. That was definitely a shock. I, and after she opened it, well, I mean, obviously we didn't, we didn't see her open it, but, and she confronted him. Like, I was still so, I, I, I had still boughten into Troy so much that, like, after she laid into him and, and, uh, and, you know, they had that fight, I was like, oh, I hope that they can kind of get over this and, you know, like, you know, maybe he's changed and, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe she'll forgive him for not telling her. I was such a sucker. <laughs> no, that's oh. where I was, that's where I was going with this because... Honestly, um, I thought that he had a good point because oftentimes, like when you get into a relationship, you don't kind of confess everything in your past. I mean, it's pretty big, but I mean, you kind of ease into that. And, you know, I thought, oh, he's changed. He's like seen his, the error of his ways and he's reformed. I was totally, you know, suckered into it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was definitely like, oh, stop overreacting, Veronica. Come on. That's not a big deal. He would have told you about it eventually. They'll get past this. No. <laughs> yeah, um, Veronica was definitely not in a good mood in this episode. <laughs> no. And what do you have to do to get arrested for passing bad checks? Like, it seems like that would be a lot. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> seems like, like that would be a big deal. <laughs> like, you have to do it enough times that they're on to you, for one thing, and then, like, to get caught. Right. It actually... Yeah. <laughs> so how good are Keith's detective skills? Because wouldn't he be underage and wouldn't his records be sealed and all that? Just imagine he's a god. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. That helps with everything. <laughs> I guess I guess you would have to I think I think for um you know, you didn't have to be arrested for like passing bad checks it has to be like you're passing large checks for for money that you 
know that you don't have as opposed to like, oh, I wrote a forty dollar check and I only had thirty dollars in there. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing she probably. Or maybe did you're uh, paying the wrong thing off, like your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that might that might get you maybe. busted. <laughs> uh, were you guys happy to see Weevil? Okay, I. I... The scene where they're talking about, well, if you had 72 hours left to live, would you spend it looking up medical reports or would you go out and live? And then we will just, or, I'm sorry, completely wrong thing. Never mind. Ignore me totally. Delete that. Are you talking Wallace? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> it was just like, and Wallace just randomly walks in and says, dude, what's up with your parents? And then walks out. And I was just like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. So yeah. another another plot hole that I'm just like. See, I that don't was understand. It might have been kind of bad, clumsy writing, but it, I realized this time, and this is the first time that I realized this, that that's a clue to Veronica. Oh, maybe there's more to this because uh-huh. normally parents don't immediately send their child for one mistake to. Yeah, and and that's I picked up on that clue, but it was just like. And and he just randomly walked in, said, you know, what's up with your parents, and then left. <laughs> Poor Wallace. He does not get the screen time he deserves. No. No. We did get uh, some Scooby talk, though, which... Which was great. Yeah. So entertaining. Yeah. Which, of course, we won't quote, but uh, we have some Velma and Shaggy going on. <laughs> Daphne. Yeah, it was Daphne. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so back to, back to your question about Weevil. Um, so that means from that scene that obviously Weevil is involved in stealing cars because like he asked them if they'd gotten that Lexus yet and everything like that. So Weevil's, you know, stealing cars, I guess, right? Is that what we take from this? I wouldn't put it past him. I guess. (laughs) He's got a heart heart of gold, so we can forgive him. (laughs) I think right now Weevil might actually be one of my favorite characters. I don't know why. I have a soft spot for him. I don't think I'm allowed to comment on this. (laughs) I'm not either. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Weevil is the... I will say this. Weevil is the leader of the PCH, and that's not something that's spoilery. He is the leader of the PCH by... Club, and <laughs> um, and so it's a gang. I mean, that's pretty straight, straight up. They're a gang, and like mobby kind of gang. So take what you will from that. All right. Yeah, I, I still, I, I still, I, I have a hard time with the the PCH bike club <laughs> in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I, I maybe and maybe as time goes on and and more things start to kind of come together, I'll 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 feel more confident about it. But right now, I still have a hard time getting behind the fact that these kids are that bad. But I'll have to just kind of sod that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Keith did wow. Say... Okay. Quick question, because I noticed you saying this last episode. What is sod? Suspension of disbelief. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, yeah I went definitely... out to urban. I went on to Urban Dictionary, and that is not what they have listed for it. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, usually you get, like, at five or 
first six down and they start throwing in alternate things. None, none of the entries came even remotely close to that. <laughs> I'm totally looking that up right now. <laughs> you know, I mean, so, I'm so, surprised what high schoolers are up to these days. I mean, it depends on where you're in, what region or what area you're, you're in, but I don't think it's that unbelievable. There's some, have you listened to This American Life? There's a, an episode you should listen to because all about this kind of crap that's going on in high schools today yeah well and this is california and yes they are in a i don't know kind of a smaller community but it's still the very rich and the very poor so the very poor have to do something okay i'm just going i'm just going to flip that switch in my head and and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna feel that way anymore that's what I'm going to go with. All right. That's, that's a plan. If it's that easy, go for it. Yeah. Exactly. I wish I well, could do that. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it works out. I'll let you know. I was going to say, there's a lot of things I wish I could do that, do in my life like that. Just switch, flip the switch and you'll be fine. Yeah. I don't know if any of you guys are uh, uh, fans of uh, musicals, but uh, Book of Mormon. Yes. 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 Turn, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> there we All go. All right. You guys have anything else on this A plot? Just that, just that it's dangerous to read a note while driving. Yes. yes. Especially very long. Right. Letter. That's what I was wondering. I was like, because it was like, look like it was handwriting. And it was like, I don't know if you guys have ever tried to read stuff like that while driving. I might have had a brief encounter with that, but you just don't do it. It's dangerous. Anyway, but I guess he was on a, a long stretch of road. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I have enough trouble reading while walking, so. Exactly. Yeah, and and that whole long stretch of road without uh, traffic lights in California, that's where we're going to have to SOD. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That well, it's so true, Heidi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I got I kind of got it that he was um, you know, on one of those roads out of California, like maybe into Nevada or whatever. Yeah, they have like long stretches of roads. Yeah, road in the road desert. Road. That's the way I took it. He wasn't yeah. in like downtown LA. <laughs> <laughs> no. Lucky him. Man. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then mm-hmm. he would get stuck at a red light and he could have read the letter. So I know. It would have been that, better. Yeah, it would have been helpful, actually. <laughs> okay, we are on to B plot and the guidance counselor. Oh, Keith. <laughs> uh, well, I exactly what I was thinking is like I I have very mixed feelings about it. Where, I mean, I thought they were sort of sweet together, but then Veronica felt weird, and he was just like, "No, sorry, daughter has to come first. And I was like. Oh, that's sweet and sad and sweet. It was very, it was very sad and it was very sweet at the same time. And I loved that scene with the two of them in the, uh, uh, in the when he was actually saying that he couldn't see her anymore, and she was, you know, saying, "Can you make it a different reason?" You know, um, because that was, I was just getting punched in the gut that whole scene because I was like, "No, he's so." happy and he's showing all of this life and 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 after you know the fight that he had with veronica and everything like that i was like oh it's for the right reason but it hurts so bad 
Yeah, just general angst all around. I mean, man, this was a bummer of an episode. I also felt bad for her. I mean, the guidance counselor, whose name I forget, but Rebecca. Uh, okay, Rebecca. Rebecca. James. Okay, Rebecca James. I felt bad for her because I don't know if you've been in a relationship like that where you break up for for the for good reasons, but they're not like angry reasons. And it's just so hard to get over. So when she said that line, I kind of felt this tug of like, oh, I know how that goes. <laughs> I just thought it was so sweet. The whole, like, can I tell my girlfriends that it was something else? <laughs> exactly. I've, I've got that as one of my quotes. Um, I was just going to say, like, one thing I did like about that whole scenario was getting to see Veronica not act like she completely had her stuff together and not seeing her act like a complete adult. Because at first I was kind of mad with her. I was like, come on, Veronica, let your dad have some happiness. But then I was like, oh, it's actually really humanizing to see her have, like, a really, like, honest reaction to something like that. Now, how – okay, I I know I asked a question about ages, relative ages last time. But how old is Veronica supposed to be? She's Um, a junior, right? A junior, yeah. Okay. So So that makes her 17? 16. Sixteen. Okay. It's the beginning of the school year. Okay. So I just, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It, it's one of those things where you sit there and and you're like, she's just so awesome and wonderful. And wait, how, how old is she again? I don't know how old she's supposed to be. But yeah, I mean, she is just a kid. Yeah, it makes sense for that age. But she did, I mean, she was, uh, she tried, you know, in the beginning, like she, she wanted to be okay with it. She wanted to see her dad happy. And, and, and I think I'm hoping that, that, you know, in time that it's going to kind of resolve itself, you know, like she'll, you know, cause she wanted to be okay with it. And then all of a sudden she wasn't okay with it. And I'm hoping that maybe she'll become okay with, cause kind of at the end there where they were having the cake, she kind of started to come back to saying, well, you know, you, you should be happy. So I'm kind of hoping, and you know, I know this is all going to get blown apart when the mother comes back. So I probably shouldn't really hope for it because <laughs> the minute I start liking them, then I'm going to get punched in the gut again. <laughs> She's going to be on a road buying drugs in Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Um, were you guys very as emotional as I was during uh, the Keith and Veronica fight? <laughs> yes, yes, because that yeah, that was hard. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I For know me- that we've, I think that we've seen them like you know bicker a little bit but one of the things in the past episodes I always say they get along they're such a great team and so to see this fight was really jarring I mean it was realistic but really jarring for me again punch in the feelings yes I was so uh, this this episode just kept punching me over and over and over again and that fight between because like you just like you said um, you know they have such this great relationship and I was so it was you know so out of character but real for them to be having this fight and and when he said that you know he didn't want the mother to come home and and everything and she broke down and i was like oh god i was like poor veronica like and i know it was terrible for both of them but man i was really feeling for veronica there in that whole exchange it was just terrible she gets you in the gut with that whole bit about the mom 
finding and finding. Yeah, oh, I know. Somewhere. But it really gets you. they just so heartfelt. Did, did, I don't know if this is spoilery to ask this, but I'm going to ask and you can just say no. But did, did, um, Veronica and her mother have a good relationship. Do we know that at this point, or is that something that we're just going to learn about more about their relationship later? Do we have any any kind of gauge on that at this point? From this episode, I thought they had like a chummy one, and from the birthday episode when she brought up the cake, and this one they were talking about boys. So I've always assumed that they kind of did until she pulled a you know she pulled uh, out. Yeah. Okay. Because I wasn't sure because there's, you know, the the whole the whole stuff about, you know, in the past episodes where where uh, Logan was saying, you know, that your mother was was basically a drunk and likes to hang out with the young boys and everything like that. So it's like I wasn't sure if we if if there was kind of a duality to that, you know, like they had a relationship. I, I, I guess we'll learn more. Uh, I'm interested to know more. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's I really think good. what you're getting is very much bits and pieces at a time. And so, like, you're mm-hmm. getting this flashback from this time and this flashback from this time, but then this happened at this time, you know, so. And not yeah. all of it might be accurate. I mean, it might all be accurate. I'm not going to tell you either way, but I would say don't be too invested in anything you've kind of created because it may not all be accurate. And I think one of the things is, with the flashbacks, we're also seeing Veronica's take on it, not just how it happened then, but how she's viewing it now. And I know some of the things that we've seen with her mom, flashbacks with her mom before, she was coming from a place where she was really angry at her mom. And this one, instead, we have this awkwardness with Keith's new girlfriend. And so it's more like she's missing her mom during the flashback. Mm. And so... She's probably remembering the good times. Yep. It's just like Lost. <laughs> yes. Yes. An- another oh. show I've never seen. Oh, oh <laughs> tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I plead the fifth. I watched the first season, and that was about it. <laughs> well, so I, obviously I don't plead the fifth. I contradict myself. <laughs> I'm okay. good at that. Well, since we've started uh, talking about Leanne, let's uh, go into the C-plot, and uh, Veronica finds the safety deposit box key, and the photos. Da, da, da. I I have a wonderful crack theory here. I do, too. And just (laughs) just so that way we can lighten the mood a little bit. Veronica's mom, when she called her, she was standing outside of a, a stadium, so obviously Veronica's mom is on the road following some band. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she's, she's a cheerleader she's, she's a groupie yep. I have a I have a realistic theory I think I just want to sit here and enjoy the fact that Veronica's mom is a groupie following a band that's I am convinced you can't change my mind and it's a punk rock it's a punk rock bat band that, that gives me you know she's hiding her big hair <laughs> Um, okay, so my other realistic theory, how's that, <laughs> is I think that Lily is Leanne's daughter, so they're sisters. So this is building off my theory of last week, that Jake Kane, um, like, that Lily isn't there, 
is isn't um, Mrs. Kane's daughter. And so now I think that because um, Lily's older, that it's possible for it to be Jake and Leanne's daughter. I don't know where Keith would be in the scenario. Okay, so maybe it's a crackpot theory. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I just realized my own plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here we go. I, I, and I just remember the look of horror that came over Leanne's face when That's Brian why. said that she was. But if. So it would be, I mean, it's not like it would be anything weird because it would be Veronica's half-sister's half-brother that, that she was dating. So, I mean, there's still no relation, there, there's no blood between Veronica and Duncan. So why yes. would... Understood. And I just thought that would be too, way too icky <laughs> to suggest that, that Duncan was their kid or something like that. So I don't know what the horror look was about, but that was just my supposition because I like last year, last week's theory um, that maybe it was because, you know, just the fact that they're siblings and it's another tie to the can. I think it really has to do with the fact that it's a, the Kane family. And, and, and go ahead. No, that, oh, that was it. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, but so going down this rabbit hole, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. So last week, well, not last, well, last year at homecoming when Lily made out with Veronica, that means she was making out with her sister. Yes. Yes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my sister you're t- and my girlfriend yeah, it's my sister true. and her sister who is my girlfriend <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that's amazing or what's even worse what if duncan is lily's father <laughs> and that's the young and that's the young guy that that um logan was talking about but wait. that can't wait. That can't work. Yes, wait. Never, oh wait, never mind. We decided, we decided last year that Lily. Oh, no, right? no, but that I I did not not to that extent. But when when he was talking about the fact, you know, oh, hanging out with the young kids, and oh, I'm going out with Duncan Kane, and just this look of horror was like, oh my oh, god, yes, yes, I like that She's even better. Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> and just to clarify, Lily was older than Veronica and Duncan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, right, we, we found her... that out last week. Yeah, I I didn't think that was spoilery, and then all of a sudden they all started in with all these theories based on that <laughs> one thing, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Right. So, so I, I guess I guess, and that's why my theory about you know would kind of work because if Le- Lily is older than both Duncan and Veronica. It might be possible that Leanne <laughs> had Lily and then gave her to Veronica and Veronica would never know. However, it's kind of impossible, I'm going to admit and let go of this, that Duncan is Lily's father. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless we get into the idea of have we, have, have we proved that this universe has time travel or not? <laughs> right. We won't know until season four. <laughs> Well, or the movie, I guess. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Never know the TARDIS could pop in somewhere. I was just going to say that. <laughs> What's your elementary teacher named Mrs. Frizzle? Oh, my God. Uh, that's school bus? Anyone? Wow. Frizzle? Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, considering my job, I'd be kind of embarrassed if I didn't get it. <laughs> 
Okay. Any further thoughts, anything we missed on this episode? I have two things. In okay. fact, there's only two flashbacks in this in this um, show, in, in this particular episode. I thought that was interesting because the first, the first time through, I actually kind of forgot about the Anne stuff. And I said, oh, there's no flashbacks in this episode. It was just a very strange episode. Um, and then my second point is, um, did you guys catch the Ron T- Rob Thomas song? Which Is that... Is that the one that they were like, oh, I like the song. Yeah, me too. And I was like, what song is it? No, I, I don't think so. It was um, a Santana slash Max, Max, uh, Matchbox oh, 20 one. song. Oh. And it was, it's called Smooth. And so I thought it was really funny that, you know, Rob Thomas. Yeah. Hey, now. Uh, yeah. All you lovers. For, <laughs> exactly. For his, for his birthday, they were going to go to the Santana concert, right? Is that what that was about? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sorry, Miss Smoke misspoke. It was not smooth, but yeah. Well, yeah. But, but then uh, that that still leaves me with my question of what was the song that was playing? Because they're having this conversation, all of a sudden, uh, Troy's just like, "Oh, I like this song," and Ronnie's like, "Yeah, me too." And you can't, I couldn't hear the song. It was yeah. actually and the music like, of the. It was the music of the the scene. So it actually was playing really well, really clearly. It's just that it seemed like it was background music for the viewer. But it, they were folding it into the. It's it is awkward. I admit they, that was awkwardly done. So that that was writing fell down on this episode. It was just plot holes and random sayings and random Wallaces and <laughs> just randomness. This was randomness. Sad, hurting randomness that, that punches you in the feels. Over and over and over and and the last and final punch in the feels when was when she missed the phone call from her mother. I'm like, all of that work that she did and 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 she missed the phone call. How do you miss the phone call? That's so sad. I was like, come on, she wants to talk to her mother. Come on. Yeah, if this was at first, I was like, I thought this was the '90s, and when you know you had a you had like a answering machine, you could actually hear the message. So at first I thought that she was sitting there listening to her mother's message, and I, that didn't make any sense. But yeah, in this world, in the 2000s, you can totally miss a you know message. I thought that was really sad. She Aww. had her headphones on. She, she, for her, for mm-hmm. her Walkman. For her Discman. CD, dis- Discman. Yep. Yep, nice Discman. Those were, nice. I, were iPods, what, what year did iPods come out? Yeah, uh, there were iPods. Jimmy, she was wearing a choker. Okay, she was exactly. wearing a choker. She's poor. She's poor. Yes. She's and poor. She couldn't afford an iPod. <laughs> and it's the same choker. She only has one no. choker. <laughs> She's poor, Jimmy. She can't I'm afford like... a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was in the scene where Leanne, in the flashback where Leanne comes to take her out of school. She wasn't wearing a choker. And like, oh my God, that we have was so surprising to me. She, oh my God, why isn't she wearing a choker? This is before the choker. Before um, the choker. The one choker. <laughs> so so is the choker a representation of like her I, I have become edgy, so I wear a choker now? Is that you know, my, my girlfriend died and my mother left me and so I wear a choker. My girlfriend. I've become well oh, her girlfriend. My, my my best friend. Yeah, her girl's <laughs> best space friend. friend sister. <laughs> 
mother-in-law. I don't know. <laughs> so she's become edgy a la 1993. Right. <laughs> the choker is the one thing her mother left behind. So now she has to wear it every day. Uh, there we go. It's it actually is from 1993. <laughs> I wanted to point out um, one thing that bothers me about this episode is the interview between Veronica and Ashley. Is it Ashley, Randall. Um, oh, yes. her right. Oh, Niner girl. Yeah, it's just funny because afterward, I'm still annoyed that. Veronica gets called out for being mean, which she was, but Ashley gets away scot-free when she started it. Speaking of which, we haven't well, seen the, the, the teacher reporter chick in a while, and, and she like all of a sudden crops up again. You know, She's still in the opening credits, and she suddenly crops up again, and it's like, hey, here I am, only to berate you, Veronica. She's, uh, she's classist, I think. I... I well, it's, it's always wh- whoever cries, the other person gets yelled at. So, she's so unfair. The, the ra- random girl just wasn't mean enough. But I, I have that. I have that as a point as well. Where I was like, why, if the if the two of them are both, you know, sniping at each other, why, you know, usually, you know, you, they both get detention, you know. But no, it was it was just Veronica. I thought that was kind of kind of silly. I I couldn't understand why that happened that way. Maybe she didn't hear the first part of it. Well, she should listen better. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. You guys ready for quotes? Yes. Okay. Yes. We would like to let you go first, Kim. Oh, really? Wow. That's <laughs> kind. Um, oh, so many. Uh, I'll go with this one. Next time... Could you shoot for an actual teacher? Because this has no potential benefit to my grade point average. <laughs> I, I like that one. that one. Yep. Um, I'll go next. Haven't you heard? I got friends in low places. I have that one too. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got one from Logan regarding the stolen car. Maybe it's like Brigadoon. <laughs> that was just like. That was great. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm 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 gonna have I have to do it. I, I can't help myself. So I'm gonna go with with Veronica's quote of dude, where's yeah. your car? <laughs> that was mine. I knew yes. someone was gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. I got um Troy, these bo- border checkpoints, man, they always freak me out. Logan, maybe you shouldn't volunteer a full cavity search. <laughs> well I I do have the border agent. Want to go ahead and hand over your contraband? Well, nice. it works sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have, I obviously know nothing about relationships. But you can bake, and that's important. <laughs> oh my god, I loved the um, question mark candle in the cake. It was like my oh, favorite right. part of the whole episode. Yes. Yeah, I had one other that was, remember this moment, because you're going to regret it. Toodles! <laughs> I, have, I have that one, too. Uh, uh, I've got the exchange between Veronica and Luke. Veronica, we have to talk. Luke, does it have to be next to the feminine hygiene machine? 
I also have Veronica and Rebecca. The So is there anything I could do that would make things easier for you? Veronica, can you get me out of fifth period bio? <laughs> <laughs> then I have um, Logan. Nice car. Must have been a huge cereal box. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then I just have uh, the one, and I did this only because I, I don't know what the guy's name was. I just call him Dog the Bounty Hunter, and I wanted a quote from him. Wasn't that. his name like Zigman? Yeah, it was yeah, the Ziggy. Zigzag. Well, so Dog the Bounty Hunter, that's what I'm yep. going with. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's, you better run, you punk bitch. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> he said it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, good, good call, good call. <laughs> well, here's a, a couple of Veronicas. You know, her being her witty. So the first one is to Wallace. Aw, you still have a subscription to Mad Magazine. You're mm-hmm. all about the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> and then to uh, to Keith. Don't sweat it. You don't know how many things I don't tell you. That's something a father never wants to hear. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. I like his face on. The, I like his face after that. Okay. Um, we have one little tiny snippet of feedback. Um, it actually turned out that most of the discussion on the Facebook group about this episode came from us. So. <laughs> I I was yeah I couldn't even comment. <laughs> I visit everybody's Facebook group on my own because I'm I'm scared too. But this episode I actually was about to, and I just was a little too angry. Um, I can, I can read it. Okay, it's from yeah. Simone. Troy equals naughty. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. Okay. Um, next, we did not get. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we did. Your guys' imaginations are are really out there this time so, um, <laughs> so who... it's, it's just reaction to the angst uh-huh. so who killed Lily Kane <laughs> I, I'm going, I am going back to my original guess and I'm saying suicide <laughs> <laughs> she smashed herself in the head Yep. I'm going with her brother slash father Duncan <laughs> <laughs> That he time traveled to get her mother pregnant. No, no. Um, and when I, he realized he did it, he had to go back into the future and and kill her. And then he too bad. And then he had to take drugs and become a wooden zombie. Yeah, that works. That works. Yep. There we go. <laughs> uh, my mystery guess, because we didn't get a lot of information. Uh, is going to remain the same. I still think that it was Celeste. I, uh, I'm just I'm sticking with that for now, and and I'll keep my craziness to myself for right now. <laughs> no, I think sure. it was Ashley. No, I'm kidding. Oh, definitely Ashley. <laughs> it was Troy. I'm, I'm actually going to stick with Duncan again, just because of the way the mom's face was when Veronica told her that she was about to date Duncan. I feel like the mom must know Duncan's a psychopath. Had to have been Duncan. You know what's what what's really funny. I'm sorry. I go ahead. Does anybody did anybody else not give their theory yet? I think everybody did. You went. Um, uh, it's really funny because I had a 
a note in the last episode um, that I didn't bother to I didn't bother, bother to vocalize, and it was about Duncan. Uh, I don't want to call him Duncan. His name is Donut. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 they were getting ready to go to the dance. And Donut was getting so annoyed with the fact that she was getting late, and he was getting so angry. And I didn't vocalize it because I thought, no, it's really too stupid to be Duncan. But now that you keep saying Duncan, I'm like, maybe I should have looked into that more. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still sticking with Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go with ratings. I thought this episode was just kind of weird and there wasn't enough Wallace and now I have to hate Troy who I really liked. So I'm going to give this five and a half out of five steroid filled pinatas. Uh, out, out of five uh, or out of 10? Oh, I'm sorry. Five and a half out of 10 steroid pinatas. Pardon yeah. me. I, I, the, the writing was just, it, it, it was less than stellar. And so far, there's been good writing throughout this. And it was just this random episode. And okay, yes, we find out that Troy is evil. But other than that, it really didn't do anything for the the overarching plot. And like I said, just randomness. There was just so much randomness. So I gave it five burnt waffles. I, um, I... I liked this episode for a lot of reasons, and the reasons that I liked it were because I was blindsided, and and that doesn't always happen to me in TV. I usually, I usually, you know, like I, I have, I have it kind of figured out, and this totally caught me off guard. So I have, to, I have to give it extra points for that, and I also have to give it extra points because there was no donut, no wooden donuts. Um, but I'm gonna go with. Um, seven out of ten kicks in the feels. <laughs> so I, um, I, I like Jimmy. I kind of like the fact that um, they did something that was unpredictable um, and kind of pulled one over on me a couple of times. But you know, there was no Lily, so I had to deduct points for that. Um, and I really missed her in the flashbacks, and there was no progression on that front. Um, so I'm going to give it five at, or five point five. Um, sad single birthday cakes. Okay, Kim. Um, I am able to think about this a little more bigger picture, so yay for that. Um, so I think that, um, and and so I think that overall, I would give this uh, maybe six and a half. Um, just because I think it's, uh, and I have a thing, but hold on. Uh, just because I think that, that it's not by far the worst and it's, it's not the best, but it definitely, um, there's some great things about it. Plus it has that great song at the end of the new kid, which is one of my favorites. Um, and, uh, so I'm giving it six and a half super Rogers. All right. Um, I, I enjoy this episode also for the shock value and because actually when rewatching it, it holds up and it, it still works, even though it's very convoluted and you definitely have to pay attention, uh, very closely. Um, so I'm going to go with seven out of 
10 and you guys took all my rating systems um oh and also there there is an wow. extra there is an extra point added because there was so much backup um, oh, right. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So I'm going to go with seven out of ten um, chase scenes. Nice. <laughs> Through the yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think that I from now on I'm going to have to give a point for backup for for uh, for there being backup. Yeah, well, and he was in it several times. So. I know, I know. I didn't, I, 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 and I thought of it, but I didn't, I, it didn't occur to me that I should give points for that because backup's awesome. Yes, he is. And, and he actually acted. Let's see. Uh, will someone uh, give our contact information? I can do that. You can find us at quadruplez.com. Send us an email at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. Tweet us at Investigate Mars, or find us on Facebook with the group Investigating Mars. Yes, and leave comments. Yes, and, feedback. and send feedback. Yes. More feedback. We had lots of feedback last week. Yay! <laughs> I, think people, right. I think people were too angry. Oh, that's that, where I'm going. That's probably it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was probably more of a timing thing. That could be. We're recording early. So. Um, thank you, Kim for coming on this episode. You're welcome. Oh, right. lovely. So the next episode is titled Return of the Cane. What do you guys think this is about? Lily comes back from the dead. Me too. I was going to say, Lily is not dead. <laughs> I ha- No, I have zombie Lily returns and causes havoc in Neptune. Yep. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going yeah, there. That's exactly what I was thinking. Wow. I was just going for, like, the, you know, she's in, in witness protection instead. <laughs> too tame, Jimmy. Too tame. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, I'm disappointing this week. <laughs> I didn't have anything last week, so I was like, I better have something this week. So that was my guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back next week for Return of the Cane. And until then, bye. 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 Bye.